In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. And now, it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Hello and welcome to the Buck Baloo Show. We're live in the Battery Atlanta in the studios of 680 The Fan. 680 AM, 93.7 FM, Road Dog in the house. He's got his Bulldog gear on. He's ready to go. Ready for that South Carolina game Saturday. Man, I hope those fans show up big. DT ready to go. He's thinking about playing golf this afternoon, but rain in the area, DT. Might not be possible. Might have to place. Might have to play lift, clean, and place. Or as I've heard some of these purists call it, lift clean and cheat. That would assume I headed in the fairway box. So, yeah, <laughs> hopefully so. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, I'm ready to see it up myself. It's been busy, though, here lately. And we got a lot going on. We better get to work, brother. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, the big take. The Braves Philly series. Man, I'll tell you what, it's been a postseason preview. High leverage, high drama situations between the two best teams in the National League. Educated guest tells me the Braves are going to have to go through the Phillies to get back to the World Series. Braves are currently 6-3 and three against Philadelphia this season with four games to play in the regular season. And it's comforting to see us, the Braves, Sending the Phillies a message before postseason time arrives. Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. The message, we're better than you. Stomp on the Phillies' hope of taking us down again, like they did in the postseason last year. Don't want the Phillies believing they have the team that can ruin our dreams of another World Series title. I don't want them thinking that for one second. Know this. These regular season matchups with these jabrones are really important. So let's kick them around again tonight and next week here in Atlanta. And the Big Take brought to you by Ace Hardware. Your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. You see what I'm saying? Can't give these guys any hope that come postseason time, they're going to take us down again. So you don't think they got any of that from a couple of comebacks that didn't hold? Rays ultimately. Uh, We're six and three against them. I love it, Buck. Let's make it seven and three tonight. And then beat up on them again down here at Truist Park next week. That's what I'm hoping for. And I know what you're hoping for. You want to be a brave for a day. 
And 680 The Fan, your Atlanta Braves are making you a Braves player for a day in celebration of our 30th anniversary here at the station. So what's going to happen here is to get qualified, you need to be tuned in to The Fan, 680 AM, 93.7 FM, or on the app at 7.30 AM, 10.30 AM, 12.30 PM, and 3.30 PM. And when you hear the Braves sounder, be the sixth caller. And you're entered to win. What are you going to win? A prorated one-day salary of 680 bucks. You get to throw out the first pitch at the game on September the 20th. You get four Truist Club front row seats for that day's game. You get to visit the Braves radio broadcast booth. You get an autographed bat. I bet it's with Matt Olson's name on it. A Braves goodie bag with bobbleheads, T-shirts, and more. We're going to draw one lucky winner and make them a Braves player for a day. you got to be 21 or older and a legal Georgia resident to enter and win. And this is coming from your 30-year home of Sports Talk Radio in Atlanta, the fan, 680 and 93.7. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go shopping. Yeah, let's chop this thing up a little bit more. I was totally into this game last night and i'm just guessing you were too and so there's a lot to chop up so let's do it right now break down let's break down the key to billing beating the phillies and why last night's game is a perfect example of how you go about doing it or not doing it all right number one the braves highly publicized offense has got to do a better job of delivering add-on runs Last night, one of the issues of all that game almost getting away was we got the lead, but we go scoreless in the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth innings. No add-on runs. And that's bad. What gave that game last night a postseason feel was the high leverage, high drama situations late in the game. Snit with a six to one lead. This tell you how badly tells you how badly Snit wanted to win that game last night. We had a six to one lead and went with our best relievers to try to close it out. Had Jimenez get roughed up. First pitch to Bryce Harper was a fastball in the middle of the plate. Can you say four hundred and fifty foot bomb? Because that's what it was. Then he allowed a dinger to Stott later in the inning. Now it's a one-run game. A.J. Minter came in and got Marsh and got Swarber, and that was huge. A.J. Minter will be huge for us come postseason time in these situations. Iglesias allowed Turner a solo home run to tie it, but I wouldn't kick him around too bad after that. He shut down Real Muto and got a double play from Castellanos which allowed us to get into the 10th inning. And then Brad Hand comes in. He was big time in the 10th. Sat down Stott, Marsh, and Rojas to close it out. Meanwhile, did you notice the Phillies' high-leverage relievers delivered? And that's why we weren't scoring any add-on runs. Sir Anthony Dominguez, Marte, and Alvarado just flat shut us down. Now, Kimbrell did not. Nice to have a runner at second to start the inning. To get back to the World Series, looks like we will have to go through the Phillies. 
Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. One way we're going through the Phillies is we've got to go through Craig Kimbrell, which makes it pretty interesting. Very interesting. And so let's hear from uh, Snit after the ball game. Uh, let's see what Snit had to say. Uh, it's um, what you expect coming in here. This team scares me as much as any team in the game, quite honestly. The firepower and what they got. And, you know, as we saw right there, I mean, it's they got a strike left. They're dangerous. And, um, you know, it's kind of when you come in and play good teams like this, it's you expect it to not be easy. And it never is. Yeah, and as I mentioned, Brad Hand was huge in the game last night. A trade deadline pickup. A former Philly, by the way. Hand did a great job last night. He's going to be a key factor come postseason time, getting some of these high leverage situations taken care of. And this is exactly why he was thrilled to come play for the Braves. As relievers, this is, this is what we live for. We live for moments like that, um, especially when you've you know, closed the board. And, you know, that's what we all want to do and that's what gets you going so um you know i was glad i was able to get the job done tonight we were too man we were too and i tell you what when when we're in these high leverage situations offensively there's not another player that i've got more confidence in in these high leverage high drama situations than Eddie Money. Let's hear from Snit talking about Rosario. Great about man. Just like it's like Craig kept trying to I think, elevate on him, and he kept getting just enough and fouling enough balls up that he got one he could put in play. So Braves get him a win, wrap up the series, looking to clinch tonight. And we got Spencer Strider on the mound, which uh, brings a smile to my face. He is 2-0 and against the Phillies this season. Two starts, 12 innings, three earned runs, 18 strikeouts. He's gotten a little revenge on what happened in the postseason a year ago. When Get the, the win this time, mustache boy. When the Phillies took us down in the LDS, three games to one last season. You might remember it. I do. Strider uh, got roughed up in his start, which allowed the Phillies to take a 2-1 lead in the series. And uh, so good to see Spencer Strider, I'm sure, motivated by what happened a year ago. He went two and a third, allowed five earned runs, gave up a three-run bomb to Reese Hoskins in that postseason matchup in the LDS game three last season. And Strider has bounced back big against these guys this season. So Spencer, 640 start tonight. How about getting that third win over the Phillies tonight? You'll hear it all right here on the home of the Braves. And that is 680 The Fan. Braves are then going to fly to Miami for a weekend series with the Marlins. And then they're coming on back home to play who? To play the Phillies. The lousy, stinking Phillies. Love beating those guys. And a uh, shout-out to Matt Olson, 51st home run of the season, tying Andrew Jones. Braves record of home runs in a season. He has been the perfect replacement for Freddie Freeman. We lost Freddie Freeman, the heart and soul captain of the team. Lost him to free agency. And there, is, there was not another player in the world that could replace Freddie Freeman like Matt Olson has. Double-A, great job getting that done. Not only did you get the deal to get him in here before he even arrived in Atlanta, he had a long-term contract that he signed, 
And Matt Olson's going to be here for many years to come. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Sort of like the Friday night high school football. I'm loving that, too. What about you? And this Friday, we're going to have Maris playing Blessed Trinity in the Friday night football game of the week. It's going to be on uh, Extra 106.3 since the Braves are playing. And so we're going to be bringing you these great games all season long. Stick around after the game for the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show and get scores and updates from around Georgia. Friday night football game of the week and the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show are presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza. WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Coming back on the other side, we're going to roll through the NFL. What does Mort think about the New York Jets and their situation? We'll ask him. Plus, we'll bounce around college football, too. We're going to do that every day on this show. You got the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. by Dupree Plumbing. Go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service. More info at DupreePlumbing.com. They came out to my house and took care of business, man. Really appreciate that. Had the kids shower that uh, the, the knob broke and we needed a new cartridge. And, you know, I'm no handyman, so I called Dupree and they came and they were gone 30 minutes later, and the shower was back 100%. Get the job done, Dupree. Let's get to Mort. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. And he's our truest NFL insider here at 680 The Fan. Mort joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. So, Mort, uh, a lot of drama in week number one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going down, and the Jets now turning to Zach Wilson. I'm sh- not sure they're real comfortable with that. What do you think happens, Mort? They, they, have they called Tom Brady yet? No, and Tom Brady is not going to the Jets. <laughs> so, let's put a period or an exclamation point at, at the end of that. And they actually are comfortable with Zach Wilson going forward. Much rather have Aaron Rodgers. That game was such a disappointment in that, you know, obviously Aaron turned his Achilles on the fourth play of the game. Uh, then you flip it around to, to the Bills. You have a 13-3 lead 
and Josh Allen, your only job, you know how good the Jets defense is. Your only job when you're winning 13-3 is to do what? Not win turn it over. Football game. Win the football game. And I thought it was one of his worst performances since he's coming to the league. And, yeah, you know, people want to blame the coordinator or the Sean McDermott, the head coach, is now the defensive coordinator doubling up. No, Josh Allen's been in the league six years. You cannot lose that game. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, he's a turnover machine, Mort. He doesn't protect the football. Yeah, he, you know, last year, I remember, you know, he was, he was doing fine, and then he got hurt with the uh, UCL injury, and he played through it. But, listen, uh, you, you, I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in um, Sean McDermott's uh, office with Josh Allen the next day or with general manager Brandon Bean. Because I can tell you, he, he got a pretty good butt chewing. Yeah, I'm already burn on, burn out on that commercial where he's hiding in the shrubberies watching uh, NFL games through somebody else's window. But, you know, that's... Uh... We, we won't get into that. So NFLPA demanding all grass fields. Mort, what do you think of this? Well, they've been doing this for years. I mean, 20 years. And and I've always wondered. I'd like to see what the expense is of in 2023 of being able to pull this off. I know it's a massive number, maintaining grass fields, got indoor arenas, may not be practical. Uh, but you're going to do it in the World Cup. Is it 2026? Yeah. For the stadiums that are hosting it, you're actually going to put grass uh, in those indoor stadiums. So I don't know what the expense is, but I think where you can, you should. Now, with MetLife Stadium uh, and Aaron Rodgers' injury, they actually changed out their turf, and the players were very complimentary of it uh, going in. But, uh, you know, to me, when you have th this much money, uh, you got to take care of your players if you want. Now, you get mixed use. You get the Jets and Giants share a stadium. Other other events are held at the stadium. That's one thing. But uh, I think that the NFLPA has been found on the table on this one for a long time. And I think you have owners who just don't care. More to see our uh, new Falcons defense shut down the Charlotte Panthers this past Sunday. That was gorgeous. I did. I did watch that, and I thought that. I thought that. Uh, you know, here's the thing about it: is it's, it's, they're going to be so very competitive. I know the Saints won, and I know Derek Carr had 300 yards. I still think the Falcons can compete for this title. Uh, obviously, Desmond Ritter, he actually would have won the Bills game if he was playing quarterback. He didn't turn it over. But he's going to have to become a playmaker at some point. Yeah, there's no doubt. But, 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 the, but the Falcons' defense did their job, no question. Love the new scheme. Pressure-packed. We're getting after folks. Really good to see. Personnel upgraded on that defensive side of the ball. That, that's really encouraging. And i tell you what's also awesome is we looks like we hit on that first-round pick, Mort. We took that running back. We went counterculture. Got Bajon in here. Boy, he looks like a playmaker. Uh, well, I think I know I was with some Falcons fans at the draft, and that I was actually having breakfast with them that morning, the first uh, the first day. They were just they were literally praying that uh, Bajon Robinson would be the first pick, and uh, and you know when that happened, they were uh, one of them shot me a text. They, they were they were thrilled, and I thought that was huge. I mean, 
you get somebody who can actually do some special things with all the other weapons you have. Uh, so, you know, a good, good start for the Falcons with, but uh, it gives, let's see, it gives Arthur Smith some versatility. He already had versatility, but he's got even more now. What'd you make of the Packers victory? Jordan Love looking good. We get them on Sunday. Yeah, you know, after watching him last year and seeing more of him, you know, listen, he's an NFL quarterback. And by that, I mean, he's an NFL starting quarterback. You have to be pretty good to be a starting NFL quarterback. And uh, and they're a good football team, so this will be a this will be a test for the Falcons, no question. And uh, be interested to see what the Falcons throw at Jordan Love, and whether the Packers can protect it and let him play a clean game. Because the Bears, listen, I'm not big on the Bears. I think the, I think the Bears uh, have some question marks, and there's a reason why they didn't do some roster moves during the offseason because I think they have question marks about who the quarterback is going to be next year. And, and yeah, uh, where the Packers. Yeah. I mean, I think Justin has to have, have a big year, but Jordan Love, he's played well. And that time spent behind Aaron Rodgers was served well. More looking forward to seeing the uh, Chiefs and the Jaguars uh, on Sunday. Jags getting off to a, a really good start. The Chiefs, not so much. A lot of people believing in Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah but, but it's it was funny. A lot of people believing in Jacksonville, but were actually disappointed in their performance. You know, a game they could have lost in Indianapolis. But, uh, you know, they have too much talent. And I think that, uh, you know, it's... And the Chiefs, you know, Chris Jones aside, uh, it's hard to imagine them going on, too. That's one of the games that we're all watching. Chris Mortensen every Wednesday on the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan More. Thanks so much. We'll look forward to seeing you and talking to you next week. Buck, and we do have to talk next week about the Rams thumping the Seahawks. And what they did to him. That was one of the shockers of the week. Yeah, they get the 49ers this week. Uh, go get a Matt Stafford. Thanks, Mort. <laughs> Bye. There he goes, Chris Mortensen, breaking it down. Our uh, truest NFL insider joined us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. And you might be listening on the Fan app, the Fan mobile app, which is a smart move. Crystal clear reception regardless of where you're at. And that is driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Beaver Direct. Let them wow you up and coming. My neck of the woods. All right, let's get to a little college football. Yes, sir. The Buckeyes, they have named them a starting quarterback, and it's Kyle McCord which I thought all along was the best option for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. They want to throw the football around. He was a better passer between the two quarterbacks competing for the job. McCord got off to a great start last weekend. Lower competition, but able to get off to a fast start. 14 of 23 touchdowns against Youngstown State. He has now captured that job. The competition's over. And he gets one more warm-up game before he jumps into the frying pan because coming up next for Ohio State, looming out there next week, 
Number 10, Notre Dame. I've got them in my top five. Buckeyes with a uh, pretty good run of quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud, Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins, J.T. Barrett, Kyle McCord driving around campus in that Mercedes-Benz. Pretty good NIL deal he's got. Looking to have a big, big season. All right, Dan Mullen says that Billy Napier, the coach at Florida, he's on the hot seat already. Just now into a second season on the job. Now they get Tennessee this weekend. Gators have been taking care of business against the Volunteers down in the swamp. So I guess Mullen's expecting Napier to lose this game. What Mullen's pointing out is the rivalry games are so huge in keeping your job. And right now, Napier 0-1 against Tennessee coming into this matchup this weekend. 0-1 against Georgia. 0-1 against Florida State. So 0-3 overall. Let's see, they go uh, lose to Tennessee this weekend. They're 0-4 against the rivals. Lose to Georgia October the 28th in Jacksonville. They're 0-5. Lose to Florida State November the 25th. 0-6. Mullen, I see where you're coming from. Napier might want to beat one of these rivals. All right, Nick Saban, news out of Tuscaloosa, sticking with Jalen Milrow at quarterback. Now, that, ta- that Crimson Tide fan base, they're ready to bench this guy. After losing to Texas, these fans are crazy, man. They are absolutely crazy. Milrow going to face South Florida, the Bulls, this weekend and uh, trying to hold on to the job. If you look at the total QBR, and I'm a big fan of the total QBR, not not the quarterback rating. That, that didn't really tell you a whole lot, but the total QBR does. Milrow, number 27. In college football, number two in the SEC. So he's not playing that poorly. Come on, Alabama fan. Stop it already. Speaking of total QBR, Shadur Sanders, the Colorado quarterback, Deion's son, improving his draft stock. He's number 13 in college football in the total QBR. One spot behind the great Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback. Wish I had more time to dive into more college football, but that's going to do it for today. Hey, Braves fans. It's Alex Anthopoulos. Now is the time to call and get qualified to become a Brave for a day. It's all part of 680 The Fans' 30th anniversary celebration. Call now, 404-231-1680. Caller 6 gets qualified to sign a one-day contract with the Braves from Atlanta's 30-year home for sports, The Fan. And look at those phone lines light up. Almost like the blitz that we have on the show occasionally. I tell you what, the Brave for a Day looks like fun, though, doesn't it? I mean, you get that one-day cash salary of 680 bucks. I could use that today. Throw out the first pitch. That is fun. Everybody loves doing that. Yeah, cash is fine. Well, whatever. You, can't, you, can, you can get $680 wherever. You can't find a place to... Throw out the first pitch. You're sitting down in the uh, the fancy seats. That's uh, really an honor throwing out that first pitch. And yeah, I mean that's literally that's a once in a lifetime uh, honor that you never get a chance. And what to do about the like thrill of visiting the Braves radio booth? That's pretty cool. Hanging out with Ben, Joe, Jay, Chad. Yeah, good times. I mean, they got some good food up in there, brother. I know Joe's always I mean, snacking on his Oreos in the press box. Is getting those free hot dogs. They are eating. Some primo stuff in there. Maybe they'll give you some of that. The autograph bat. What if it's got Ronald Acuna Jr.'s 
autograph on it or Matt Olson's name on it. That'd be awesome. And then that goodie bag. No telling what's in that. So, yeah, brave for a day. What a great thing we got going on with that. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far side line, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, let's talk a little Georgia Bulldog football. Got South Carolina coming up on Saturday between the hedges at Sanford Stadium. Need that Bulldog crowd to show up big. On Saturday. DT, you going to be in that press box checking this one out? I will, Buck. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't get to yell on third downs up there, so that's the only disappointing part. But yeah, You can stomp your feet. This, Buck, I, I wasn't there this past week, and maybe not the same environment, but the fans showed up big time for UT Martin the first week of the year. You yeah, know, let me uh, tell you, last week they left at halftime. I, yeah, I can understand that. To, to, oh, can you? I mean, you, so, know, I, you stick around for the first game, but not the second. People got stuff to do, Buck. I, I well, can get back it. to the tailgate and start much. drinking that <laughs> liquor, having some more drinks. But uh, no, apparently, when, and obviously everybody's ready for the, the SEC opener. It, it builds up to this week, and then whenever there's some kind of extra reason when Kirby has to mention it, or if an, a team, person on another team says something about the crowd, they'll show up. It'll be loud on Saturday. Yeah, I wanted to talk about a couple of the matchups in this game first. Let's talk about the Georgia defense taking on Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks offense. And and I, uh, you know, don't need to talk to uh, Coach Beamer to realize that right now, at this very moment, the South Carolina offensive staff is breaking down this Georgia defense. And how to attack. How will they attack this Georgia defense? Well, let me tell you how they're going to attack. They're going to isolate Xavier Leggett, their go-to wide receiver, 6'2", 220 pounds. He is uh, off to a great start, two outstanding performances in the first two games of the season. The ball's going his way. He's making big plays. And he's not going to be isolated on Lassiter, Georgia's proven cornerback. They're going to be targeting Leggett on the two inexperienced, unproven cornerbacks in that Georgia secondary, Dalen Everett and Julian Humphrey. That's where the ball's going to be going. They better get them some help. Those young cornerbacks, they're not ready for this senior Leggett. Road Dog, does this concern you coming into this game that Leggett is going to be matched up on Dalen Everett or Julian Humphrey? In the game on Saturday, you know it's going to happen, and it's going to happen multiple times. Are they up to the challenge? I think they will be. Kirby will have them coached up and ready to go. Muschamp and Schumann and all those guys on the defensive side. I, I mean, he's the, he's he's going to get his catches probably even if, uh, you know, Starks is on him. He's going to get his catches. He's just that elite of a receiver. Uh, so you just have to limit what he can do and his um, – the the explosiveness he gets maybe after some of those catches. Yeah, they're going to be targeting these young corners. And then I would guess, educated guess, they get Juice Wells. Their other big play receiver will be back for this game. He's been sitting out getting ready for the Georgia game. Dinged up a little bit with a foot, a foot injury during the preseason. So uh, Wells coming back would be a big boost for this 
Carolina offense also. I want uh, Michael Williams, Georgia defensive end, to break out and really uh, get after this passing attack for South Carolina. Uh, Williams be going up against a uh, big, just a huge uh, left offensive tackle in Sidney Fugar. He transferred in from Western Illinois. He's like 6'6", 340 pounds after a big breakfast. And uh, so that is a matchup to keep an eye on. Michael Williams, you're going to break out and get to Rattler? You're going to have to go through a big man to get to him. And there, the uh, the other thing, too, is Rattler is so elusive. Remember C.J. Stroud and all the damage he did by avoiding quarterback pressures in the pocket, getting outside the pocket, making big plays, throwing the ball on the run? Sure, they're going to be, uh, Georgia defense is going to be hearing a lot about that and the ability of Rattler outside the pocket to wreak a little havoc all week at practice. Want to talk about the other side of the ball quickly, too. A lot of people complaining or being concerned about this Georgia run game, blaming it on the offensive line, blaming it on Ernest Green and Xavier Truss and Cedric Van Pran and Tate Ratledge and Amarius Mims. Amarius Mims who is just a beast. But I think the issue with the run game is we don't have Darnell Washington anymore, who was an impact difference maker at the inline tight end position. And I don't hear anybody talking about that. There's no way to replace what Darnell Washington brought to the table. Six foot seven, 289, uh, 85 pounds with a huge reach he was caving in the edges of these defenses that Georgia has faced over the last two years. And Georgia doesn't have that anymore. There's been some talk about Oscar Delph beefing up and putting on some weight. But if the truth be told, and that's what we're trying to do on this show, Delph is a version of Brock Bowers. They're big receivers. They're not inline blockers like Darnell Washington was. So Bobo's going to have to find a way around that as far as the running game is concerned. But know this, that is a big factor. It's less about the offensive line, and it's more about Darnell Washington playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers now and not able to help this Georgia run game like he did the last two years. So, so just know that. All right, coming back on the other side, we're going to talk some Falcons football New uh, talk about Desmond Ritter for the first time this week. Ready to do that. I'm going to bring up Art, too, tell you what I think about Art. Falcons talk next. You got the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Falcons football in this segment. Speaking of which, we've got the 680 The Fan and Harrah's Cherokee Casino Tailgate Central Dirty Bird Tailgate. Coming up Sunday, 10 to 1, corner of Marietta and Centennial. And I've been told we're going to be loaded up with uh, drinks from Corona, Modelo, and uh, Larceny Bourbon, Deep Eddy Vodka, and the Long Drink. Uh, if you get hungry, we got some complimentary bites from Flying Biscuit Cafe. WNB Factory Plus. We're going to have some live music by all that. Get your free ticket now at 680thefan.com slash tailgate central and come say hello on Sunday. Huge thanks, uh, huge thanks to Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Deep Eddie Vodka, Harris Cherokee Casino, Flying Biscuit Cafe, WNB Factory, Body Armor Flash IV, Georgia Power, and Batteries Plus. <sighs> okay. Got that one in. All right, want to talk about Desmond Ritter. I heard the uh, locker room show talking about Ritter, and, boy, home team Brandon Leake, he was blowing it up, talking about Ritter being number two in passer rating. He didn't mention Jordan Love was number one. We play him on Sunday, but, yeah, Ritter is number two in passer rating. And I was thinking as I was stuck on traffic Coming southbound on 400, it's a parking lot this morning again. I was thinking, well, uh, you know, home team, you can take these stats and you can twist them to make it, uh, make somebody look uh, however it is you want to make them look. Like like right now, I would say Desmond Ritter, man, number 22 in total QBR. So a little misleading when you look at the quarterback rating and compare that to the uh, total QBR. You see, uh, I go total QBR, not to downgrade Ritter. It's not about that. It's just that the total QBR stat takes more things into consideration about the performance of the quarterback. Uh, down and distance, score differential, field position, turnovers. What type of passes are they throwing? So I think it's a little more accurate into the performance level of the quarterback than just your typical passer rating, which is basically saying, okay, what was how many uh, what was his completion percentage in the game? Which was very high. I think it was eighty three percent for Ritter, but uh, we we didn't throw the ball downfield. I mean, it was all short stuff. We threw a lot of screens and bubble screens and hitches and and passes that DT could have completed in that game. Again, not to disparage Ritter, but just trying to point out. Or me, hopefully. I got a decent arm bar. Yeah, I mean, the ball, uh, we weren't throwing the ball downfield. Ask Drake London, who got shut out. And you had the head coach saying, well, he's not worried about the fantasy leaguers. Well, I would think it's not about that, coach. It's about Des, uh, about Desmond getting the ball to the go-to receiver, your first-round pick. 
a guy that is supposed to provide big plays in the passing game. He didn't touch the ball one time during the game last week. Well, he touched it once and bounced off his hands. Yeah, he didn't have one catch. I mean, you're going to take a guy in the first round and not throw him the football? That didn't make any sense to me. And look, here's here's at the bottom of my issue with the Falcons offensively. So let me just come on and come clean. And I may have done this before if you heard that. Let me apologize if you didn't hear it. That's why I'm doing it again. Is Arthur Smith, his philosophy of offense is counterculture to what most every other team in the National Football League is doing. Arthur, I'm sure, told Mr. Blank, we don't need a first-round pick at quarterback. We don't need an elite quarterback to win in my system. And boy, they perked up and said, tell us more about it. You see, Art, it's sort of typical, my background, you know, playing uh, football, playing high school, college, and pro, is you get a lot of these former offensive line coaches, which is what Arthur Smith is. They, they want to play physical. They want to knock people off the ball. They want to cram it down your throat. I've seen it so many times. And in the National Football League, I mean, you got the other 30 teams trying to dissect you and outsmart you with the passing game, which we're not trying to do. We're just going to be out physical, is what we're going to try to do. We're going to run it right down your throats. And we're going to get in there, and we're going to bench press in the weight room, and we're going to play ground and pound. And, and then a few years later, you realize, hey, the people that are winning big are the ones that are throwing the football around with first-round first talent at quarterback. So there you go. Packers favored by one over the Falcons on Sunday. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. That's right. We're going to be tougher than they are. There's your offensive line coach philosophy for you there. Hey, i got a big rest of the week. Stick around tomorrow. Danny Warfel will join me, the Gators Heisman Trophy quarterback. Talk about that Tennessee-Florida game. Then also what uh, Danny has going on, you might be interested. Uh, also, Josh Brooks, the J. Reed Parker, director of athletics at the University of Georgia, will be with us on the show. And then Friday, Todd Ellis, voice of the Gamecocks, former South Carolina quarterback, will join me on Friday as we continue to break down the Georgia-South Carolina game. It's going to do it for me today. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, bud. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, Please contact us at AtlantaRamjack.com.